Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danker, Timothy Go and Chua Tian Time now for Culture Club. And today we're talking about hawker culture, something that's synonymous to all of us Singaporeans. And in an effort to preserve our hawker culture, Timber Group has recently launched One Pongol Hawker Centre. Now, the venue is dedicated to preserving the unique hawker culture here in Singapore while offering a diverse range of authentic Singapore cuisine. Yeah, One Pongol Hawker Centre is going to feature notable hawkerpreneurs and brands along with second and third generations of hawkers who have inherited their family's secret recipes, cooking techniques, things like that. It also offers an incubator program for aspiring hawkerpreneurs, providing them with a safe platform to start their businesses with low risk while retaining the hawker culture. Now, this program will also provide professional mentorship, PR, marketing support, access to a network of suppliers and centralized dishwashing facilities. But what are the challenges that come with retaining Singapore's hawker culture? Well, on the line with me is Danny Lung, the CEO of Timber Group. Good evening, sir. How are you? How are you, Elliot? How are you doing? Very good. And it's always nice speaking with you. I mean, the first question listed for me here was, uh, tell me about Timber Group. I'm going to answer for you. Describe <laughs> Timber in three words. Roasted duck pizza, correct? <laughs> that's, that's, that is true. That is true. Uh, 18 years of serving the roasted duck pizza. I know. Uh, and it's one of our legacy items that are still very popular. For today. sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, uh, I would describe Timber as the place I spent my late 20s and early 30s. A lot of time there. But is it a stretch to say that Timber has really contributed to Singapore's cultural landscape? I mean, 18 years is a long time. Yes, I think we started off with the passion to support Singapore bands, you mm. know, as you know, as you're aware. Mm. Some of the bands have been with us for 18 years, wow. to be honest. 53A, Sarah Wee, and some of these musicians have been uh, with us for such a long time. So, yeah, we really wanted to uh, have a platform for Singapore bands to have a have a home really and not just cover bands but also some original bands and you know ska reggae blues mm. you know all kinds of stuff so yes i would say that that's something that we've been very passionate about but we're also very fortunate now to go into the food culture part and yeah. we have had two food parks timber plus one north yes. timber plus yes. inside and of course you know Yishun park hawker center and then now we have one pongo well wow. i'm surprised to hear that sarah has been with the timber group for 18 years yes man i don't know what <laughs> she's thinking when she was 17 i don't know what 17. she's thinking you know she hasn't aged at all no something no, she uh, this is a secret that needs to be shared <laughs> with us but you talked about timber mm. plus right that was kind of a i want to say it was a bit of an experiment it's, it's very successful mm. but that was a bit of a preview to what you guys are are, are doing here with uh, one pongo hawker center I mean, it's, it's two different concepts, to be yeah, clear. Okay, I mean, uh, okay. that is more of a food park concept. And why is it different? Because there's a live music stage. Fair uh, enough. We have a little bit more of a small restaurant kind of set up there. And, you know, small restaurant owners work with us. We don't really have a lot of hawkers there, even though for one now we do have a few. Mm. But East Side is mostly small restaurant mm-hmm. uh, type businesses. So it's a bit different from the hawker centres that we have. But essentially, we, are, we want to work with uh, younger hawkers, second generation, third generation hawkers. And really, the younger ones are we, what we really want to attract. Because, you know, we are try, we're trying to preserve our, you know, wonderful hawker, and I mean, food culture. Yeah. We need a new generation to, uh, to be interested. And that's been our focus 
for quite some time. Okay. So similar to the food park as well as the hawker centres, we try to work with the younger ones. Okay, mm. so uh, just rephrase a little bit then. I mean, with regard to, to Timber Plus, are there are there any lessons that we can take from there in applying it to, to one Pongol? The demographics, like you said, you're going after the younger crowd. So essentially, it's it's almost the same, right? Yeah, but One North, we are very lucky because we have the whole community at One North, you know, FinTech, uh, technology ah, companies, you okay. know, uh, Fusionopolis, uh, you know, Grab is the Grab HQ is nearby. Yeah. So we are very, very lucky to have that. And we have INSEAD, which is opposite the road. So we have students, master students, we have, uh, you know, uh, tech, people in tech. Mm. But you're right. I mean, it's, it's attracting the young, should I say, young working professionals. But for Wang Pongo, it's a little bit different because we're trying to, you know, sort of do the family-friendly uh, <laughs> okay. uh, kind of a community concept here. Because one Pongo has a lot of young families. Yeah. So we were, we were instructed, we were told, you know, that, you know, we should feature a little bit more activities for young families. So if you come uh, on a weekend, you probably see some arts and crafts, mm. you also have free markets and really skewed towards the young families. So mm. you, that's why you can see a lot of people with their strollers <laughs> at one Pongo. Right, there are a lot right. of young families here. So uh, we are very happy that we are here because but it's a slight, slightly different concept, I would say, compared okay. to one now. And there's no live music too. So... Okay. But, uh, Purely focus on overeating. Yeah. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. That's right. That's my That's hobby. Right. Uh, but Danny, <laughs> what's the problem that we we need to try and retain this hawker culture? Is it a case of younger generation not interested in joining the hawker scene? Everyone wants to let the uh, handphone eat the food first, so all the food needs to be Instagrammable first. What do you think are some of the issues? I think uh, it's it's a it's a you know let's let's be honest it's it's yeah. a quite a uh, it's a hardworking life yeah true yeah <laughs> I mean, being a being being a hawker owner being a well, hawker store owner is not an easy life firstly mm. you really have to work very hard long hours and um, I mean it's really about whether they have the passion and the concept that work in this kind of a you know a hawker center that's one I mean secondly I think you know we we really need to um, come together and kind of all contribute to preserving this uh, hawker right. culture. That right. means to say that, you know, support them because, mm. you know, young young entrepreneurs are just starting out, for example. We, we really need to give them the support so that they can sustain themselves, make it a viable business and also expand. You know, you want to see two, three, four stalls, right? Even in these difficult times, you know, where uh, sometimes manpower could be a problem. But... Really, we, this is a this is a very this is a year where I think everybody just need to kind of come together and support them. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I've known you for a while, and, and you're the kind of guy that I mean, look, you built a business based on giving support to the local bands, and now this. So then, with that, is there an ecosystem? Is there like an in- initiative or a kind of program to help support and preserve this hawker culture? Yeah, we are actually in the works, uh, working with uh, several groups to come together to 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 do that actually, but not just hawker culture, but sort of to uh, to bring up uh, to uplift the whole FMB industry, including hawkers. And I think it's a much needed thing. I mean, you know, I I always I always tell tell these stories when I go speak in universities or polytechnics. I was 18 years old when I worked as a waiter, <laughs> you know, at Duxton of all places. And uh, it was an eye-opener, but it was life-changing. It got me to respect. It got me to uh, appreciate, you know, service, right? Yeah. Because it's not an easy job, right, firstly. Yeah. I mean, all of us have kind of been through it, you know, at some point, being a waiter, working in 7-Eleven, etc. So I think we need to appreciate 
the service sector and FMB included. And uh, we are we are actually going to be launching something quite soon. I'll I'll, I'll definitely send some uh, information to you. Mm, mm. I've done a bit of banquet work by myself <laughs> back in the yeah. day. But I I really like what you put out there. You know, saying that you need mm. to appreciate the service sector. But some would complain that yeah, but then. You have a generation, and I, I'm sure I'll have a generation hating me for saying this, but a generation of people working in this sector who don't take that job with enough pride. At Timber, it's different though. I've always experienced good service at Timber. What, what is the secret here? I think, you know, if they can see, uh, you know, it's all about seeing the light in the tunnel, right? I okay. mean, the brighter light means to say that there's a career advancement. It also includes companies being responsible on HR policies. So it's actually a combination of everything, uh, Elliot. I mean, you know, obviously I understand where you're coming from. There needs mm. to be a bit more pride, mm. you know, because frankly, if you go to, you know, some other countries, uh, for example, Australia or yeah. even Japan or even in Europe, there's a lot of pride in the work, you yeah. know, when you, yeah. when you serve, there's this, you know, they stand up tall, they, they're, they're very, they, they, you know, they're very professional and there's no shame in anything, right? I mean, yeah. but that's the thing. I think we need to have a mindset shift, not just from the customers, but also within the industry. And that can only happen with a collective effort of, I mean, HR policies, training, upskilling, and really letting letting them know that there's a career path, lah, you know, mm. and uh, we and they are treated fairly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. And yeah. I guess in a way, it's also it, it goes both ways, right? You want to be treated nice, you treat people nice as a customer. Correct, correct. As a service <laughs> staff, you want to be treated nice, you treat people nice. Same thing too, right? Exactly, um, exactly. Danny, you mentioned you've got some programs in the works. Does that include sort of an incubator entrepreneurship program to promote innovation? Absolutely. Uh, we have a few things that we're doing. Mm. Uh, actually, it's industry-led and it's okay. very wonderful to work with other owners to come together. Uh, but we have a few things that are very excited. I actually wanted to... I, 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 you are one of the people in my list that I want to update, you know, when we actually launch it. Because we have a young entrepreneurship thing. We have oh. actually been doing incubators for some time. Right. IT West, we have worked with them for many years. We give them a food truck at the One North. Wow. Plus one North and then we let them sort of manage it give them subsidized uh, rental, help them and assist them in marketing, giving them advice about price and all, the, all those kind of good stuff. And actually, they just run the store themselves and they look at the P&L themselves. So wow. that's the incubator that we do. But we have done a lot of other things and I, I can't say what school, but we also work with a school uh, exclusively to do work attachment programs. And it's amazing, like, Elliot, when you have 16-year-old kids working in the kitchen or the service area and then they experience that, it's, kind of, it's not life-changing to some, but many, to many, it's like out of their comfort zone finally yeah. they kind of like serve people they understand wow you have to be really patient yeah. you really have to uh, be professional yeah. you have to control your temper <laughs> all those things and I think like, like I said it's not one solution yeah. it's, it's uh, several solutions from 16 year old kids to uh, IT West to polytechnic, polytechnic graduates Who, what, what can the industry do to help uplift everyone yeah. I think you know before they ever even start their own cafe and restaurant they might want to just speak to one of us who's, who's been through it highs and lows. It's true. And not just do it, you know, and then after that, you know, maybe regret. Yeah, yeah. And they don't realise that actually whilst, you know, it makes a difference in their lives at that young age, for someone like you, it's also making a difference and inspiring you. you know, furthermore, the, the fact that you, you're a dad as well. I mean, yes, you're looking yes. really long term, it reignites that fire, I would think. Yes, of course. I mean, our young people... It give them a chance to yeah, learn yeah. outside of the school and, and outside, outside of the comfort zone. 
you know, the only way you learn is to interact with people that maybe you don't normally interact. For example, if you work in the kitchen, you'll be working with all kinds of people. Yeah. It's, you know, we talk about diversity, we talk about inclusion. All those things can only work if you actually do it, right? Yeah. So I, I really strongly believe and uh, the schools that we work with and then the particular school that we work with, you actually see the feedback. They say, wow, I never imagined how difficult it is to work in the kitchen. Yeah. And they start to appreciate the value of food too and also the value of service. Yeah. So all those things are important. Yeah. Collective. Yeah. Always good to get your hands dirty. You learn a lot from there. Danny, just a final question. And I want to talk, uh, you know, with regard to uh, the launch of uh, One Pongol Hawker Centre, what are we expecting next? You're going to expand, go to another place in Singapore? Yes, we have actually uh, announced that we have a new Timber Plus at the early next year okay. at Gomba. At the, it's a Timber Plus at NS Hub at yeah. Gomba. Uh, that's what I was thinking. That's <laughs> the one. Yeah, that's the one exciting one because it's where MINDEV is, uh, the yeah. new MINDEV and, uh, you know, where you do your IPPT. La. So after IPPT, I hope you can join me for Tetare or, you know, whatever, la, whatever drink you want <laughs> and have some makan. But that's going to be our new uh, project, la. you know, oh. and that's early next year. Okay. But from now till, and also we have Pima Pizza, we just, we talked about pizza in the mm. beginning. We finally launched our small outlet, Timber Pizza. Mm-hmm. When I say small outlet, I mean in the Hawker Centre, also in the food park, so that we can serve Timber Pizza, the roasted duck pizza, wow. uh, to more people. And delivery is also a huge strategy for us. Wow. So we are, we, are, we are actually constantly pivoting, tra- transforming. And this is our 18th anniversary. Yeah. So it kind of feel like uh, we are coming of age, <laughs> even though we have been around for 18 years. <laughs> don't tell them now, your age, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of age, uh, <laughs> right. I, I don't need to, I don't need to wait for, speaking of age, I don't need to wait for after IPPT to join you because I am uh, quite some time ago. We can just <laughs> get into it now. <laughs> no way, la. you're too young. La. Uh, oh, yeah. thank you, Danny. I appreciate that. <laughs> Very kind of you. I've been speaking with Danny Lung, the CEO of Timber Group. Danny, thanks for your time. Take care and have a thank great day. Pleasure. Pleasure always. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.